0: Welcome in the house of fun, welcome in
1: the house of fun, welcome in the house of Dudes, check this out, welcome to episode 69, the sex number of Don't Shoot the Gingers. I am your co-host, the very sexually provocative Ted Balloon.
0: Uh, first off, nice, 69 always requires a nice afterwards. Second off, I am your co-host John Giles, and I'm irrationally angry at uh, Jersey Mike commercials. Why? That's been, that's been my mantra today, uh, earlier today. As you can see on my all the audio platform people that aren't watching this video, as you can see, I'm watching college basketball. And with it come uh, a significant number of Jersey Mike's commercials. I don't know if they bought a lot of ad spots in this. I'm not sure if mine are local commercials or if they're national, but one of them is like a family and like, I'm the owner of so-and-so and this is my whole family. And then the kid reads like the ad read at the end, which is literally just, Jersey Mike's where we're a sub above. It's like, I am not, I am not a member. Of, well, I think that's like their thing. That's been their catchphrase for a very long time. We're a sub above. We're a sub above.
1: But that still doesn't make sense. Like when I think of a sub, okay. Basketball terms, we're a yeah. sub above. Oh, so what? You're like the seventh man on the team. You're like the seventh best sandwich restaurant.
0: I think, I think it's just a like sub and above kind of rhyme. So they're like, well, that's clever. Like, maybe people won't think into it too much.
1: Dude, come on, man! For like, I'm I'm genuinely asking. It doesn't make sense to me. Sub no, and above rhyme. I don't. No, I'm not in the corner I'm pissed of off them. for you, dude. I'm getting <laughs> pissed off too.
0: So that's not even the part that I was irrationally mad about. Like, Woo-hoo! and now I can see a whole aspect of why Jersey Mike's for years has been running this bullshit campaign because it doesn't make any sense. You're right. What I was irrationally mad about was the kid was like visually you could tell that he was reading a script. His eyes were like, uh. like darting j- from like left to right. And, but it did like three times. Like the script was so, must've been such big font that they had to be like, first line Jersey, second line, Mike's where we're third line, a sub fourth line above and the kid's Just like Jersey, Mike's where we're a, a sub above. And it was so Fuck poor this kid. I had to go onto YouTube and look up other Jersey Mike's commercials. And they are all oh, terrible quality. They are filmed with like local news segment quality. Fuck
1: these people, dude.
0: This is a national franchise, and they are making me livid. We do perfect content on Don't Shoot the Gingers, and we never, we never mess up audio or video. And Jersey Mike's <laughs> yeah. has money behind them, and they, me- they clearly, they mess it up every time.
1: Okay, I'm still the sub above. I still want to understand this. This kid clearly is not. So when I think about a sub above, right? Perfect description of this kid. This kid is seventh best man on the team. He's not a starter. He's coming in 10 minutes into the first half. This kid is a sub above. They have inadvertently described exactly what level of bullshit they are with their catchphrase. (laughs) A sub above. They're the sixth man award winner.
0: So this is their description. And I don't think this description answers any questions. To be a sub above. Jersey Mike's does more than make a sub above. We strive to be a sub above.
1: <laughs>
0: what the fuck? No, this that makes seem- sense. That means we're
1: always looking sub- for... Submarines are underwater. <laughs> submarines are underwater. Okay? And we
0: are a submarine above water. The, it, the, the, the wording goes on. That means we're always looking for ways to add juice. That little something extra that makes someone's day. It's why we do the big things like contribute to locals of thousands of charities. Or thousands of local
1: charities.
0: (laughs) I don't. This is five non-sequitur sentences that just happen to be beside each other in a paragraph.
1: Is Jersey Mike's listed on the New York Stock Exchange?
0: Oh, let's see, Jersey Mike's.
1: I want to know how much this company is worth.
0: NYSE. Uh, I don't. I typed in Jersey Mike's NYSE. Uh, and it's not coming up anything. Shit, um, let me see see these, just fuckers. general stock. Oh, it's probably just a privately owned company.
1: Probably. Uh, can we just see what their revenue is?
0: Let's have a look. Well, if it's not, if it's privately owned, it might be 10 to 50
1: million revenue. Get the fuck out of here. Look, that's a big million. range. Let's just, let's just say hypothetically, it's the 10 million, right? $10 million and your sandwich metaphor it, the sandwich itself is a submarine sub above and you're saying a sub above and juice. What is the it, juice? Yeah,
0: the juice makes no sense to me either. So I, have you ever had a Jersey Mike sub?
1: Yeah, it's actually a solid submarine sandwich.
0: So I think what they refer to as the juice is they have that signature olive oil and red wine vinegar blend that they pour over all the lettuce. And I wonder if that's the juice. Um, but I, I don't want to add for, I don't want to ask for extra juice. I feel like that's uh That's asking for for grossness.
1: Even if you like, it's so far afield of that sauce to just say, to just throw juice out there just randomly. I can't even make that connection. And I know the sandwiches.
0: A sub above with extra juice.
1: That's bad. A sub. Okay. I take it back. Like I was saying that it's like a seventh man, seventh best player on the basketball team. It really is the sixth man because they're saying that they're the best substitute Of the entire substitution lineup,
0: which would be the sixth man, right? I don't imagine that the word substitute is what they're saying. I think they're (laughs) trying to get submarine, submarine sandwich.
1: (laughs) That's what (laughs) I think of when I think of sub. They're
0: they're the next best submarine sandwich, which lends the thought that there is another one that is better. If they're the next best, the sub above, that means it's like, well, we're number two. Uh, behind right. firehouse, obviously. Firehouse is clearly. Oh my clearly god! Available.
1: I forgot about firehouse. Okay, so let's just give them the benefit of the doubt here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and let's just pretend like we're inside of their ad room. Okay. A sub, a sub above. We're really trying to help them out. What does a sub above actually mean?
0: So I think it doesn't matter what it means. Do you? Did you ever watch Mad Men? You Man sound
1: or? like their fucking advertising team. It doesn't no, matter. No, we we'll just throw words at a page.
0: Did you ever watch Mad Men?
1: No, episode episode
0: one, season one, like the opening from the get is Don Draper in a marketing room talking about cigarettes. And he's trying to get like this particular cigarette company uh, to be, you know, a sub above. And he was like, all right, well, talk me through how you do it. And they're like, OK, well, we grab our tobacco and then we toast our tobacco. And he's like, wait, pause. You toast your tobacco. They're like, yeah, that's standard procedure. You do that with all tobacco before it goes into the cigarettes. He's like, yes, but I didn't know that. So we're going to say, you know, whatever the name of the cigarette company, RJ Reynolds, it's toasted. And like, it's toasted is like every fucking cigarette's toasted. But like in this particular instance, because we don't know that, it's just like, oh, well, that's a fun little thought. I don't think it has to mean anything. I think it just has to be catchy. And like, it's toasted.
1: That gets that you. That does yeah. mean something. But that, that's a part of their process, though. Like, it does mean something. People just didn't know about it. Sub, it's a sub above just doesn't people know submarine sandwiches but it still doesn't make sense it's so like
0: so i wonder we're a cut above you know you know the phrase we're a cut above the the what is that the, the hymn? i don't know the, how the phrase goes we're a cut above the uh-huh. seam i don't know i wonder if they played cut above and turned cut into sub and now it's just this weird amalgamation of words that don't make sense <laughs>
1: yeah, Amalgamation of words that don't make sense the beauty dude we should be in their fucking advertising team, dude. Fuck these people.
0: Well, then what's their new what's their new slogan? If we're going to be in their advertising team, we have to come up with an actual slogan that's better Jersey than Mike's, Jersey Mike's.
1: Jersey Mike's is short for New Jersey Mike's, right? Uh,
0: hold on. I was just on their Wikipedia page.
1: Uh,
0: let's have a look-see. A look do
1: If they are in New Jersey, here's an easy catchphrase. Eat our sandwiches or we'll break your legs.
0: That's great. That's really good. They are from Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. (laughs) Point Um,
1: Pleasant, right? Yeah. uh, Let's see. We're going to have a a pleasant time at the bottom of the Hudson River, bitch, unless you (laughs) eat one of our sandwiches. That would get my attention. I'd eat a sandwich with that slogan.
0: Our sandwiches come with cement feet.
1: (laughs) Dude. Yeah, for real. Fuck these guys.
0: Well, Peter Cancro is the owner. And uh, with help from a high school football coach who was also a banker, Cancro was 17 years old and he pulled together $125,000 in three days and made his first Jersey Mike's. Does this scream white privilege that this man, 17 years old, there's no way a high schooler was like profound enough to be able to get $125,000. This was like, he was from an upper class neighborhood and all of his upper class family friends were like, yeah, I'll give money to, to fucking Peter
1: bro. You're wearing the you're wearing the hat like you would ask that question. You're wearing the is this white privilege? Does this scream white privilege hat right now? With a beanie the beanie 75% of the way back with your tuft of hair coming out front, the hood up. Uh, now yeah the hood up
0: doesn't play with the game anymore.
1: No. <laughs> does this scream white privilege indeed? There's nothing more white privilege than starting your own business.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's
1: not the white privilege part. The white privilege part is
0: I raised $125,000 in three days at the age of 17.
1: Odds it's are. How he did it.
0: Yeah, how you got that money. Like your friend who was also a banker and probably your rich friends in New Jersey, your rich parents, whatever, in New Jersey, gave you that money. It's the same thing as like Donald <laughs> Trump with the small loan from his father of $1 million. Like, bup, bup, let's back up there. That's yeah. not a small loan. <laughs>
1: I, I, I only agree if we can find out exactly – if we knew exactly how he got that money. Like if that kid was canvassing and like asking old ladies for their purse money and they actually gave it up, fucking more power to him.
0: So on Wikipedia with all the citations, they cite everything on Wikipedia. That particular stat says citation needed. So like <laughs> it, it was put in by Peter. Peter clearly came into Jersey Mike's and, and put this in there.
1: Peter came very on point for the episode 69
0: peter came
1: sandwiches uh, th- are pretty foul i phallic. think
0: that's the i think that's the top of hey, what, sandwiches come with a sauce and sauce is like the number one synonym them for cum <laughs>
1: yeah <So. laughs> juice oh baby i'm juicing <laughs>
0: uh, peter's special sauce is clearly <laughs> peter's
1: cum <laughs> <laughs> Whew, this got me hot and bothered can i ask you a yeah. question
0: yeah man what actually no
1: <laughs> first of all i'm not drinking topo chico i'm trying to back off that sauce uh because it was making my belly i think it was making me gassy
0: well obvious it's you're drinking bubbles you're just drinking watery air bubbles
1: yeah but like at what point there's an age where bubbles make you more what are you drinking there
0: nota fusion it's a new beer from Noda brewery in charlotte it's a tangerine. So first off, it's an Imperial Hazy IPA. And I like a good hazy. Um, What's
1: a hazy IPA? Uh,
0: I think it's more citrusy. So like, you know, imagine oh. how like orange juice has like a haziness to it because like, it's not quite opaque, not quite clear. I think the hazy IPA is traditionally more of a citrus IPA. And this one is made with tangerine, which I don't think I would have bought on a regular basis. But it was a fun little sunset on the can. Uh, and I liked it. It's Colorado Sunset, North Carolina.
1: It uh, looks like this old driving video game that I used to play at this pizza at this pizza parlor in uh, uh, Grand Back Theft Wilson. Auto Vice City. Uh, well, yes, but I mean, uh, like a module, one of the arcade games that you put a quarter into. Um, oh,
0: would you, would you? Is it one of the ones that you would get into? I got like a no. Dave and Buster's,
1: even older than that, like Ooh, an okay. original type uh, racing game. I don't know what it was called, but it it reminds me of that. You think
0: you're, you're thinking of Tecmo Football?
1: <laughs> yeah, just Bo Jackson spin, spinning his way to a touchdown every single play. Um, I wanted to ask you about. Um, well, wait. First of all, okay. When I drank bubbly stuff as a kid, it didn't it didn't give me gas, or maybe I just didn't care that it gave me. That was probably the difference. Okay, at what point did I did bubbly stuff start giving me gas? Or did it just become something that I cared about?
0: Uh, I think it became something that you cared about because I distinctly remember like my video game sessions when I was like 12, 13, 14 years old where I would go into the into the kitchen and grab like a sleeve of Oreos and like four Dr. Peppers. And I would just like chug Dr. Peppers. And I remember I I thought that I could burp on command. But I think what it was was I just always had to burp um, <laughs> because of my constant intake of Dr. Pepper's. So it was just like, yeah, watch this. But my odds are it was coming out regardless. It was not an on-command situation.
1: Can you do uh, Dr. Fauci as Dr. Pepper doing an on-command burp? Dr. Baby Fauci, I mean. Hey, Hey, kids. Dr. Fauci here.
0: Dr. Fauci just drinking the... Dog drinking the Dr. Peppers. I can still do a little bit. It's so so bad. It's so hard.
1: Um, By the way,
0: you can tell it's Dr. Fauci because he starts the sentence with, Hi, I'm Dr. Fauci. Which is clearly how everyone would start their sentences. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Dr. Fauci.
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness, Dr. Baby Fauci. Um, Okay. What do you think he eats? Like do you think he eats sandwiches?
0: Dr. Fauci? Yeah. Oh, or baby Fauci. There's two two clearly different
1: people. Ba- baby Dr. Fauci.
0: Baby Dr. Fauci. Baby Dr. Fauci. Um, I imagine he eats a lot of lean meats. Probably a lot of turkey. Just yeah. just mainly turkey is what he eats. Um, oh, <laughs> actually speaking of baby baby Fauci and baby guy, baby doctors. <laughs> there is a <laughs> we're going somewhere with this. <laughs>
1: Speaking of baby doctors, uh-huh.
0: So, uh, as most of our Baby Fauci fans know, um, we've had uh, at least one talk about Boss Baby, the movie. I think we've talked yep. about Boss Baby, the movie, twice. Possibly thrice <laughs> at this point. Um, today, at 12.57, I'm flipping through the TV guide, trying to find whatever the, the 1 o'clock game is, and Boss Baby is on TV. Fuck yeah. And Boss Baby ends at 1.15. So I've got about seventeen minutes left in this movie. I turned it on to Boss Baby trying to spoiler alerts for this two minute segment in Boss Baby. If anyone's trying to watch this, Boss Baby is uh, trying to find an imagination, and he <laughs> he is uh, his friend um, cre- kind of jump kicks his, his imagination by going onto a pirate ship and they're fighting imaginary pirates. But Boss Baby has all these cute lines like um, "Where's your TPS report?" Yeah, and he stabs them and stuff like that. Um, and it was a nice, it was a nice, cute mix of uh, of corporate America and fighting pirates.
1: It sounds very uh, Shakespearean. It's like Hamlet going to fight the pirates. Yeah, uh, with with sassy lines and all.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it was um, it's a uh, Alec uh, Alec Baldwin as as Boss Baby. So imagine oh, Alec shit. Baldwin's voice. I was hoping it'd voice. be
1: Alec Guinness.
0: Oh man, Sir Alec. Actually, you know what? It was. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna retroactively say it was Sir Alec who was doing Boss Baby's voice, and it was it was actually a fairly enjoyable two minutes until I got bored and then I changed the channel.
1: Wow, that's how enjoyable could the two minutes be if they ended with boredom? Well, that tells you that a lot, doesn't f- it? There. That is an interesting question. No, it's not. It actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I am better. <laughs>
0: you you pondered for roughly four seconds the legitimacy of that thought and then you're like no nope, no 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 scratch this scratch nope, I don't wanna talk about that on there. I don't wanna I, I don't actually have a logical reasoning in my mind. I'll just stop it now.
1: I thought I had found an inconsistency in the way I'd been thinking about movies my entire life, and then I realized it just made perfect sense. Oh
0: well there are no inconsistencies in the boss baby franchise, everything is very pure. <laughs>
1: It's a franchise. <laughs> Fuck that franchise. Fuck the Jersey Mike's franchise. Uh, here's the real question. Yep. Should... I keep seeing... I really like dogs, and I keep seeing people that have dogs, and I like seeing playing with their dogs. and um,
0: Not strangers. You don't approach strangers and be like, let me play with your dog. Sure. <sighs> You're the type of person I don't like. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but I always ask for permission first. I say, hey, can I say hi to Mr. Wiggles?
0: Okay, when you approach Mr. Wiggles, before you ask, if you're a block away, are your hands, like, outwards and you're running toward him? Like, can I pet with your dog? Because people do that shit here in Charlotte when I'm walking Captain. And Captain is 105 pounds of, like, he kind of looks like a wolf. Like, he is a kind dog, but, like, he's the scary one. And if you're approaching him quickly, he will bark and growl at you and people are going to be afraid. And people do that shit. They're, like, they chase after him. Like, let me pet your dog. You look so fluffy. Like, please approach it better <laughs> just approach yeah. it better
1: well i have a little bit of ex- i used to uh volunteer at an animal shelter i used to take care of uh brag canine. Well, it's true and also a brag but i used <laughs> to take care of canine uh like adult canine enrichment and all that kind of stuff so i kind of know a little bit about how to approach a dog and quite frankly most dogs just piss me off i love i love like when we did the pet rankings mm-hmm.
0: um what favorite hit dogs animal-
1: are better than poorly trained dogs it, to the extremes, the worst animals, the worst pets, poorly trained dogs. The best pets, well trained dogs.
0: Uh, if I uh, remember correctly, some of the best pets were cinnamon buns and children. So yeah. not all of the best pets are well behaved dogs. That's
1: <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, so I'm thinking, should I get a dog?
0: Ooh is this a is this a real? Okay, it's all real. Uh, I, I think we need a a jingle to go with the Greg. Should Greg get an OnlyFans? is now being replaced with should greg get a dog
1: (laughs) greg larson dogs and beef
0: greg larson comedy and dogs yeah just replace sex with dogs which honestly i think that's pretty much what a lot of people want to do in life
1: hold on just just
0: replace sex with dogs
1: (laughs) replace sex with dogs Uh, quite frankly dude i think that's what a lot of people are doing in quarantine they're not getting laid so they're getting a dog to replace the loneliness uh quite uh we stumbled on something profound there replace i'm writing this down with dogs are you Episode writing this 69. down
0: to be a future joke are you writing this down to be a future thought about a novel uh, uh, i think the whole world a, replacing sex with dogs <laughs> as a as a novella
1: yeah because what we're getting at that that sentence replace sex with dogs it sounds like bestiality but we're actually making a deeper commentary on sure. changes in quarantine but I, th- I was writing it down as possible hashtag episode sixty nine sex with, ah replace, replace sex, sex with, with dogs. dogs
0: that's true I see I, you're right I think we are both saying it as an emotional state like yes. sex gives you an emotional high dogs give you an emotional high all you gotta do is replace your sex with your dogs and you're at the exact same place I do think people are gonna think that we're actively having sex with dogs
1: <laughs> <laughs> if of all of the things I want to give to the world on this podcast that's pretty low on the list that's below that's not a sub that's a sub below
0: okay then that's a sub below what if we title the episode dstg number 69 replace sex with dogs in parenthetical but not having sex with dogs and that, yes. that, that way it's very clear we're not having sex with dogs
1: hashtag no bestio.
0: No, no, beastie. At at some point, it just becomes a dot 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 on the screen, and all they see is replace sex with dogs.
1: <laughs> we're well, really using up. YouTube only allows you to use a hundred characters on the title, and we're just using up every one of those characters.
0: Just just as like, just in case you guys were worried, we're not having sex with dogs all the time, <laughs> yeah. any of the time, most of the time.
1: At the end, there's another parenthetical that says, please read the description, and then the description is just a really <laughs> convoluted explanation that we're not having sex with dogs.
0: <laughs> clearly, clearly we don't have sex with dogs. We just replace, the we replace sex in our lives with dogs in our lives, not sexually.
1: Yes. Uh, so then the question for you is, should I replace the loneliness of not having a relationship with a dog?
0: I think clearly the answer is yes. Um, Can I ask you, you have- another? Yep. Well, I I have a series of thoughts in my head that are going to prevent you from getting a dog. How long of a walk is it from your front door to a patch of grass?
1: Oh, there's grass all over. There's like parks all over. Like it's literally out my front door. So 10 feet.
0: Okay. So when I lived in an apartment in in uptown Charlotte, it was like out the door – to the left, down a hallway, about 25 feet. To the left, down a hallway, about 100 feet. Go down the elevator, four flights. To the left, to the right, and then you're outside. So if your dog is having an accident, if he's a puppy and he's having an accident, then you're just like slowly dragging poop throughout the halls. Um, yeah. So, okay, so that one's passed. You have grass very quickly. Um, how thin are your walls?
1: Um. The, the wind, the walls are fine. Like I only have one neighbor connected to me and I never hear her, but the, the windows are pretty per, uh, permeable. Okay.
0: Do you hear a lot of birds through those windows?
1: Uh, actually I do.
0: Okay. So a dog would be very into those birds and might wake up at six in the morning with some, with some excitement trying to go outside, which would then uh, wake you up at six in the morning.
1: Wow. I hadn't thought about that. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, uh, w- without getting too far into it, uh, disposable income for pet food and toys and all this other stuff, you're you're comfortable with having
1: an extra disposable income? I- I'm fine with that. How much would you estimate it is to take care of a dog every year, say? So we have a particularly
0: large dog, so we buy like a fifty-pound bag of food every probably three weeks. Um, so that's you know. 50 bucks every three weeks
1: mm-hmm. um
0: what well, if you get a smaller dog he, he eats four cups a day but if you get a smaller dog that's only gonna eat a cup a day then obviously that's gonna um uh, move that needle a little bit more when it how comes to toys you... there's how, how much how many of how many cups of food do i eat a day
1: how many cups of dog food do you eat with your dog
0: uh typically uh zero to one okay i like somewhere that. somewhere between zero to one yeah it's that 10 million to 50 million dollar revenue <laughs> of Jersey Mike's somewhere between zero cups of dog food and one cup of dog food per day. I'm not saying I've never had dog food. Somewhere in there is the correct average. Got it. Um What about okay, so so there there are things like BarkBox that they'll like deliver toys to your door. And like if you would like to have a lot of toys and a lot of things for the dog to play with, it's worth it. Because they'll give you like Three or four toys and a couple treats for like thirty five bucks,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: like if you go to a pet store, a toy is going to be you know ten bucks and the treats are going to be seven bucks, and so it's definitely a deal to get the Bark Box. But now I look around my house and I have more dog toys than like furniture. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: see me, I'm a pretty bare bones guy. Like I don't have a whole lot of stuff and I like it that way.
0: Want I would like fans. You're you bare bone.
1: Yeah, hey, dude, fucking freaking nice um here's what i'm about to do i'm about to actually pull up the dog that i'm thinking about and show you okay um and i'm I'm guessing i'm gonna guess
0: it's a is it how give me a range of pounds about how big is it is it a small dog medium dog big dog
1: well i'll show it to you because austin pets alive it has like very detailed adoption pages and they literally have like personality traits i want to show you
0: are you going to send it to me on slack
1: Uh, No, I'm going to just share my screen.
0: Oh, that is a thing that you can do on Zoom. I forgot that that was a possibility.
1: Yeah. Uh, Can you see Walter?
0: Yes. Oh, Walter.
1: So here's the thing. Is he
0: like Jack Russell Terrier mix or what's going on with Walter? Shepherd mix.
1: He's a boy. It's
0: a shepherd. He's so tiny.
1: Uh, His current weight is 38 pounds. He's two years, eight months old. He's in foster care right now. The adoption fee is their standard adoption fee. So he I'm looks- already,
0: I'm already confused because a shepherd is, I mean, he must be mixed with a, like a Jack Russell or, or some sort of very small dog. Cause that is a 38 pound shepherd at two and a half years old. When my dog is a shepherd mix and he's 105 pounds at roughly three years old.
1: He could be, he's got really neat ears. I mean, he, he kind of looks like a rodent. He could be mixed with some sort of rodent it's pro-
0: probably actually that actually makes sense um uh animal wise that he's probably a sh- uh, a shepherd capybara mix
1: so here's the, here's its scores capybara nice fucking pull so the dog <laughs> um on which type of dog so it's not compatible with other dogs like i don't have any other dogs i don't care to have an, a second dog so i don't care about that cat score uh cats are worthless uh in a domestic setting i hate cats child score i probably won't be having any planned children anytime Uh, on a
0: scale on a scale of uh child the cat uh which do you like more that's not a scale
1: (laughs) do you like children (laughs) or cats more (laughs) children i'll kids kids and i are on the same wavelength so okay uh, cats and i are not Home Alone score, four out of five stars, which is awesome. So, Does the Home
0: Alone score mean how well he does with intruders, Macaulay Culkin style? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Does he have a cache of marbles? Does he have scissors and silly string? (laughs) Uh, So here's what I like about Walter. Walter is a shy, sweet boy with a ton of promise. He's currently building his confidence, learning that he'll need to fit in with your family. He's guaranteed to put a smile on everyone's face face with his antics. Um, He thrives-
0: austin austin pets alive needs to rewrite this never guarantee a damn thing the moment he doesn't put a smile on someone's face you can ask for your money back
1: yeah right if there's one thing i know i don't we know. are a
0: ta- we are a tax advice podcast and we're a law advice podcast this is law right here <laughs>
1: right uh, He'd do best as a solo dog in a low traffic home where he can be the top dog um that would work i mean top dog compared to like the bananas fine he's quite the foodie food is his favorite thing we're now we're starting to say the dogs are even foodies like he can he likes to consume food like every living mammal fucking yeah. okay fine
0: we've yeah. actually never seen this dog go more than two days without eating he must love it
1: <laughs> dude you got the hat for it man he'd probably be he'd probably prefer a low excitement house and like for me, I'm screaming for like maybe two hours a day if I'm doing a call or a podcast or something. But the rest of the time, I'm literally just like head down, just like writing on something. So that's perfect. Uh, he is not one to raise the energy level of the home. He stays calm in a calm environment and also enjoys Jay walk or two. I go on walks all the time. I, I think that uh, – now, first of all, what's your Hold initial impression? You, totally,
0: you totally skip the fact that he loves a good belly rub. Which is definitely a feature of a dog that every single dog has the same feature. That is something yeah. that uh, they probably could have left off. He loves same, a good yeah. belly rub.
1: Look at look at his face. He looks like he's just like, please, sir, may I have another?
0: He, he looks like he likes food. He just wants yep. more porridge. Um, no, my, my initial thoughts are, um, especially if he's never going to get above 38 pounds, he's a fairly um manageable dog when it comes to like food and when it comes to taking him on walks you can get a that harness that he has on him looks like something you could probably have for a long time um i would not recommend a harness to a big dog because they'll pull you they'll use their strength of their chest and their and their entire body to pull you but for a dog like that you will you will have the upper hand against a 38 pound dog um so it looks like it's very manageable and it Mm -hmm. looks like a loving dog um Does it say what type of household it came from? Like, was it like, is it an abused dog or was it just?
1: Boy, I hope so. And I don't say that to be mean. I just mean abused dogs are usually like real meek and quiet.
0: (laughs) Well, no. So I also worry because abused dogs, like it takes such a long time for them to like get a relationship with the owner and like little Uh things set them off. Um, Where like if you just like are reading the newspaper one day, like maybe he doesn't like newspapers, you know, and like he'll freak out and he'll go and pee in the corner. Um, abused dogs obviously need the love, but they also need a lot of attention to make sure that they overcome their, their past.
1: Yeah. It doesn't say, I, I guarantee you if I go in and talk to him, they'll, they'll say if he was abused or not or where he came yeah. from, but it doesn't say on his, um, you know, Tinder profile here or whatever.
0: Bar- uh, Barker.
1: Barker. Barker nope. is the name of the,
0: yeah. Um, so I think, uh. I think you should get Walter. I think Walter's a good is is going to be a good addition to the family. What what negatives do you possibly see? Like I, uh, out, outside, I think a lot of the negatives are the amount of time it takes to take care of a dog. But since you work from home, since you don't have a traditional nine to five, you have the ability to do that. For um, sure. Since you have uh, ease of access to a yard, and you don't have like neighbors that you're going to annoy with you know barking and scratching and stuff like that. That kind of checks off that side as well. Um, You have the additional disposable income to take care of a dog properly. That works. So what negatives do you possibly see?
1: I just wonder if I am actually, you know, we joked about it at the beginning. I'm wondering if I am actually replacing uh, human intimacy with a dog intimacy the same way that somebody might replace – and like I don't even mean this as a joking metaphor, but like genuinely. The same way somebody might replace the sexual intimacy with another person with pornography. Like oh, sure. Maybe, maybe you can satiate this desire with something else, a replacement. But it's probably not better for your development in the long term to replace it with porn or with a dog. So I
0: do think um, – I think I used to think that. I used to think that like a dog – as like your mate without a relationship is like a crutch and like, you should like get your relationship. But I was actually just talking to my wife about this not long ago uh, this week about like, if she has an untimely passing, like what I would do and I would like move to like a farmland essentially somewhere where I could have like a lot of land, a lot of like time to myself with a dog, whether it be captain or, or another, you know, whatever dog I might have at the time. Um, But, like, there's no way I could go about life alone at this point. Like, I would have to have a dog. And I don't know if that's because I've had a partner for, whatever, seven years now. um, And now, like, I need something to fill that void. Or if it's, like, I understand the value of having a partner and a dog can be that partner.
1: Yeah. So, it's not even a replacement. It is just another... It's like the same way a friendship doesn't replace a relationship. Like I still have friends that I see. That doesn't mean that I'm replacing a a romantic relationship with those friends.
0: Yeah. I think without a, um, a dog or, or something to fill that void of, of not having an everyday content, it's the same as being in like isolation. Like, yeah, you can go on, on your little, on your little Fauci walks every day. You can Mm -hmm. do all those things. But, uh, if you don't have like a, not even an intimate relationship, but just like someone you can talk to. And I understand how silly it is, but like I talk to my dog all the time and like, that is therapeutic of just like having a thing to talk to. And like it wreck understands virtually what you're saying. Um, it works. It's, it's a great partner. And I think, I think that uh, I think you should get yours. What What's his, his name again?
1: Well, his name is on the site as Walter, but I want to change that. Um, I don't know. I want to change it to Walter the Janitor.
0: Walter the Janitor Larson? Or is he going to have a totally different last name?
1: That's his, his last name is Janitor.
0: So Walter, first name. Middle name is the last name Janitor. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I appreciate that. I've always thought that Cats would have good names like that, like long, unnecessary names, like um, King Leopold of France would be a great name for a cat.
1: That's very um, true. Uh,
0: but I never thought about, like, having names like that for dogs. That's a, that's a good... I, I, I imagine if a cat can do it, a dog can do it.
1: Inclusion. Don't shoot the gingers is about inclusion. <laughs> Dude, uh, you're just crushing it with that beanie, man. Yeah? Man.
0: I felt uh I felt weird putting it on, but my hair was uh so I have very very thick l- luscious voluptuous hair, uh and I and I just washed it this morning so it's very poofy, mm-hmm. so instead of poofing, I put on the beanie, and uh and I'm glad that you think that I'm killing it because it makes me feel good on the inside.
1: For sure, dude. You you know what I just realized is that okay you remember those SAT logic things of like x is to y as z is to two or whatever the fuck sure yeah okay hold on let me think back for a second john's john's hair is to greg's john's top hair is to greg's top hair as greg's beard is to john's beard we each as far as voluptuousness it's been flipped for both of us. Like <laughs> my top hair is as sparse as your beard hair and your lush hair is as full as my beard hair. And it's just flipped for the two of us.
0: Yeah. Well, honestly, if I were to take this beanie off, you could see <sighs> how, how much is going on up there.
1: Like a Jonas <laughs> brother. or
0: <a> <laughs> O'Brien. I, uh, is this a good look? Should I wear this like in public?
1: Dude, honestly, you have so much opportunity with your hair. It's unbelievable. man. look at that. Dude, you look like a bird of paradise.
0: The beanie is off, and this is the new look.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Holy! And I,
0: this is not even at the point where I need a haircut because um, I can always just like kind of swoop it like this go and be
1: relatively normal. Please go back to the way you had it. You really did look like a TikTok star on the side well straight up like that yeah dude (laughs) freaking fresh man you look like a perfect mix of the of the 80s and 2020s
0: i uh your video is now off from your audio and it looked like you were continuing to talk (laughs) why why do we always have bad audio video (laughs) representation on don't do the gingers I don't like it. It's infuriating, man. It makes me so sad. It's so
1: hard. Like we have backup. We use backup audio this time and we're ready to go with like a share screen thing. It's like we're really trying now. Before we were just mucking around and we're actually getting better and then this bullshit happens. Don't shoot the gingers is brought to you by Topo Chico. The bubbly water that makes us fart or burp on command. But what we really realize is that we just drink too much bubbles. And Topo Chico is also brought to you by um, uh, T-Mobile or Cricket Wireless. <laughs> Cricket, Cricket Wireless found at your local convenience store. Also at the corner of every dead shopping center you've ever seen in any suburban hellscape in America. Uh, Don't Shoot the Gingers is also brought to you by my forthcoming memoir, Clubby, about my two seasons in minor league baseball. And you can find Clubby pre order it at my website, clubbybook.com. That is, I'm fucking losing my voice doing <laughs> this shit. C-O-U-D-O-B-I-E-B-O-K.com. Hotwire.com.
0: Uh, Topo to do- Chico, when you want to taste what a battery would taste like covered in lime.
1: <laughs> you had me a battery.
0: Uh, Greg. I'm an avid user of reddit.com. Are you familiar with reddit.com? Sure. Reddit.com is a a place for for users all over the world to be dicks to each other. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I think reddit is mainly good. I think reddit has a lot of wholesomeness to it. And like, because it's a lot of hobbies and it's a lot of, you know, like woodworking where someone's like an amateur woodworking and they'll put up a, a picture of like what they've been working on and like, hey guys, like, what do you think? And I think for the most part, people are like, "Man, like, great job! Like, oh, that's an incredible work! Like, obvi- like, obviously, you have a ways to go to be a professional, but like, maybe you know, you keep working, you're gonna get there." And it's a lot of positive attitude. Well, recently, I have changed my diet a little bit. I think I mentioned this before. i uh, my wife and I are doing a pescatarian diet for the last couple of weeks. Um, got maybe, maybe about two weeks left in that. And honestly, after it's been a, a good diet so far. So I don't think there's a reason to stop in two weeks. I think I might introduce some meat back. Uh, But it's an easy diet to do. It it, it lends itself to creativity. So on Reddit, I joined the pescatarian group. And the pescatarian group was fairly small, maybe only a a couple thousand people. So I was like, well, I need, you know, it didn't have as much content as I wanted because I wanted to find new recipes. I wanted to find new ideas. I wanted to find new ways to introduce protein to my body. So, I, I went to <laughs> uh, Peter's Special Sauce from Jersey Mike's. Oh, oh yes.
1: A sub b- <laughs> I, below.
0: A sub below my butt. Um, I also joined r slash vegan.
1: Oh, Just God. to
0: see what, what the vegans are doing.
1: So, that's why you're wearing that beanie.
0: And, Greg, let me tell you. This is the worst mistake I've ever made in my life.
1: I bet, dude. What happened? The pescatarian
0: site is like, let's eat fish and be happy. The vegan site is all about like fuck anyone who eats meat. Anyone who eats meat, I will fucking murder. And it is so painful. Like I, I I honestly need to just delete myself away from this group. But like I wanna read you a couple of these posts. Please. Literally on I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up so I can see my screen again. Um, on vegans, this is about a place where vegans should share recipes and should share (laughs) thoughts and should share ideas about like how to further their vegan lifestyle. You get two pigs and it just says friends, not food. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to yell that into the microphone. Friends, not food. And then uh, you, uh, I, I get things like, uh, Oh, see if I can find another one. Um, says vegans should find something better to do than promote animal rights. I have nothing better to do than argue against animal rights. <laughs> like it. This one, this one is is a is a communist cartoon boy that says <laughs> boycott Amazon, and then it's the same communist cartoon boy that says boycott Nestle, and then it's a vegan that says go vegan, and then the communist. Cartoon Boy says, no ethical consumption under capitalism, so it's okay for me to pay to kill animals.
1: What?
0: What the fuck is wrong with these people? Like, Just, I don't understand why you can't just have a diet and have the diet. Like, just, oh, this diet is good for me as an individual because it makes me feel healthier. It gives me more energy. It makes me lose weight. It does all these things beneficial to me. What this vegan r slash vegan is doing is How can I shit on other people's day and fuck them, man?
1: Fuck them so hard. I think any group of people coming together is going to eventually devolve into extremism. So that pescatarian group that is like so welcoming, they have recipes and all that stuff that is eventually going to be the same. Like, oh, you you guys are you guys are looking at you guys are looking at fish or pescatarian means you can eat fish.
0: Yes, I can, I can eat uh, – as a pescatarian, I can eat fish and then vegetables and fruits and carbs and grains and stuff like that. But no uh, red meat or chicken.
1: So like fish is pork. good and then all the other st- – all the red meat and other chicken and pigs and stuff is bad. So then eventually it's just going to devolve into memes of people on the pescatarian page just like fucking, f- fucking fish, you know? Because they're like, oh, fish is the only one that's good. Like this
0: is – Just utter garbage. There, there are a couple ones like, like this person is sharing a birthday, a vegan birthday cake that they made for their, you know, family, and like, look at how fun and colorful it is. Like, that's wholesome and that's enjoyable. And then you see like, Billy, it's never okay to hurt animals. Does that mean you're gonna stop eating them? (laughs) Like, just get over yourselves and just don't yuck people's yum. Mm. And just if they if they want to eat bacon. Let them eat bacon. But like, I understand the values of a vegan diet. I choose not to do a vegan diet. No, I mean, the amount of gallons it takes for a cow to produce a gallon of milk and all that good stuff. Like, yes, numbers say it is more energy efficient for the planet to, for everyone to be a vegan. I don't quite care. (laughs) I, uh, I can't get myself to make that commitment quite yet uh and if i were to make that commitment i don't think i would be a dick about it like all these people are
1: yeah dude i think i would the thing is if i became a vegan i would be one of those asshole people for sure think about how fun it would be to make all those shitty memes dude there's not there's no better culture on the internet than bad memes unfunny memes (laughs) are the best memes so so you would
0: fit in right with the uh, the right-wing QAnon mm. believers who all they do is just those shitty, unfunny Republican memes. I love them. I love the, them.
1: Here's the best memes on the internet because they're the worst. Anti-vax moms minion memes that have a religious bent. That Those are the best memes in the entire galaxy because they're so bad.
0: Can you share one with me on screen share? I, uh, I would love to see one. I don't know if I'm familiar with this. With this uh, meme set.
1: Yeah, let me see if... It's
0: anti vaxx It's minions, the yellow guys from Despicable Me. I understand that reference. Steve Carell, great, great character. It's anti-vaxxer minions. What are minions? They just go beep beep, right?
1: They go... They kind of sound like R2-D2, I guess. They go... They
0: go like... Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out what a, what a minion would be doing on an anti-vaxxer page. Here we go. You're pulling it up right now.
1: <laughs> they are minions. People use minions for all kinds of effed up stuff. Oh, here we go. <laughs> How
0: much minion porn is there? Me when a vax child has a seizure. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> Straight up, dude. I was not playing. <laughs> this... nope. Oh my god. Let's start with this one. It's a uh it's a picture of a minion with a gun and ca- it looks like a bomber outfit with glasses and everything like you just got out of a old school World War 1 bomber. It says if you think you're going to your while you are going to vaccinate your my my kids, this is the only kind of shot you're going to get and it's a minion holding a gun.
0: So my question is, why did they bring the minion into this? <laughs>
1: like, that's what makes this, it so great.
0: This that exact <laughs> meme could have been just a man holding a gun
1: (laughs) (laughs) because it brought a minion (laughs) because facebook moms love minions and they hate vaccines (laughs) then somebody Uh, says on a anti-vax facebook page post, their their comment says my friend made this gem and it's a minion wearing diapers and it says me when a vaxxed child has a seizure and the the minion is laughing in diapers oh i
0: don't like them what does this lord farquad mean i see a lord farquad mean down there i know it's on a minion Oh, here we go. Some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I'm willing to make. That is an anti-vaxer, like they're admitting that people are going to die if you do anti-vax. They're
1: admitting it, but because it fucking it's a pain to me if I get a vaccine. I'm I'm gonna guess that the rationale behind this meme is that they're pretending like this is you know Joe Biden, Donald Trump, like the powers that be. They're like, oh, some of you may die taking a vaccine, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make.
0: Like, but they just totally ignore the statistics that say that vaccines don't kill people. Vaccines are not you know what? I don't actually I'm not saying I agree statistics. with that. I'm
1: saying I think that's the thought process.
0: Um <laughs> oh, You know
1: my name. Here, here's a picture of a very sullen looking minion wearing overalls and has spiky hair and has his hands. He looks like he might be masturbating in his with overalls. both hands.
0: He's doing a double hand masturbate.
1: Uh episode sixty nine of Don't Shoot the Ginger.
0: He must have a crank. He's doing it, two hands.
1: It says, uh, you know my name. You know my name, not my story. You see my smile, not my pain. You notice my cuts, not my scars. You can read my lips, not my mind. That one's kind of apropos of nothing. It doesn't really have a lot to do with this vaccines. No. Or <laughs> it's just.
0: It's just nothing. It's it's a sub-above.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> one more, one more. This one says, um Oh boy, this one's gonna be harder to explain it. So it says I love Friday. <laughs> First of all, it's all in comic scenes.
0: <laughs> 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 me. Okay.
1: First of all, everything that's is in comic scenes.
0: That's a that's a very poor minion they have there.
1: <laughs> this is kind of like a CGI demented surrealist minion and there's a <laughs> stock image of a of a needle ostensibly with a vaccine in it with a red X going through it and the top says I love Friday and then the bottom in rainbow in rainbow font uh, it spells out the acronym Friday, and this is what the acronym Friday spells out. Hold on, before, before
0: you, before you, before you talk about the acronyms, how acronyms work, I want to talk about how acronyms work. Friday, <laughs> how an acronym would work is F would stand for something like a feeling. R would stand for something like right. I'm feeling right. Okay, now a sentence is being made. Feeling right, Greg. What does this Friday say?
1: F stands for if. R stands for you. And I stands for vaccinate, D stands for you, A stands for will, and Y stands for die. So the, fri- the acronym Friday spells out, if you vaccinate, you will die. <laughs> a classic acronym. A perfect textbook is, example. This must acronym. be satire. It has to be. It 100% satire. Um, minions don't vaccinate. Minions don't get vaccinations. Why should your children? <laughs> oh man the rhetoric, there's a website called the rhetoric of minion oh
0: goodness are our minions also flat earthers
1: politicized minions <laughs> they gotta be um
0: oh this go. is a good one.
1: Oh, so i think this is a critique of minions being used for what we're talking about minions are often employed in an attempt to soften political rhetoric or normalize bigoted thinking <laughs> The minions are anti-immigration Donald Trump supporters. Uh, <laughs> and then here's a minion with a sad-looking nacho hat, nacho sombrero. He says, uh, which by the way has a bite out of it. When Mexico well, sends its people, you can't
0: just wear a nacho hat without taking a little chomp, chomp.
1: Even if you're even if you're disappointed about immigration law, you're gonna eat a nacho sombrero. When Mexico There's sends probably
0: guacamole in that sombrero.
1: It looks like it. Here's what this minion is thinking. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're sending people that have lots of problems. They're bringing drugs. <coughs> they're bringing crime. They're rapists. That That's a minion saying that. Pretty bleak.
0: <laughs> I don't, Well, I don't think the minion's saying that. I think the minion is the rapist in that scenario. Oh, really? Yeah, because he was wearing the nacho hat. And everyone knows the nacho hat equivalates with, race, with rapists.
1: Uh, here's a very excited non-masturbating minion wearing overalls saying Planned Parenthood. We'd rather be anti-abortion minions than just plain evil. So that's a knock on anti- that's a knock on pro- that's a knock on Planned Parenthood and it's a knock on minions.
0: I, I don't understand the logic that is being used on 98.6% of these. Right. Wait, wait, whoa. whoa, whoa, no. Like, some of these are just rude. Some of these are just like actively hateful.
1: Here's a transphobic like the, the, minion. Yes.
0: This is the one that is actively hateful.
1: Um, the only trans I care about is trans dimensions, which also I don't know what it means. So there'd be a dimension where you freaks didn't exist. <laughs> what does a trans dimension soap? mean? <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, is that multi-dimension? Well, tra- okay, so trans means m- multiple at the same time, correct?
1: <laughs> i guess so I multiple
0: dimensions at the same time would be crossing inter dimension dimension i don't know man we just took a journey and i'm upset i'm i'm more upset at minion creators than i am jersey mike's commercials and that kid was reading a six word ad read yeah jersey mike's were a sub above and he couldn't do it and this minion meme creation he's got me flames Flames coming out of the side of my face. Uh,
1: John, do you have any? I showed you a little bit of what I've been jonesing on. Some of these minion yeah. memes. Do you have any social media posts you've been you've been tickling yourself about?
0: Oh, I have. I do. I've tickled myself a lot. Actually, my wife was out of town this weekend, so I tickled myself. Um, oh, not like that. That's that's inappropriate.
1: Probably. We should close out this show with a really fun segment where we detail our most. <laughs> Uh, traumatic sexual experiences?
0: Uh, Well, I've already detailed a pretty traumatic sexual experience when I got uh, sexually molested at the lake, at the river, I suppose.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to get molested at a lake. You did it at a river.
0: I did it at a river where classy people get molested. Um, So, I have a good good tweet that I found, um, and it was detailing the stimulus. How the $1,400 is just not enough, Greg. It's just not enough. And this guy is breaking down his uh, how he spends his money, food two hundred dollars, data one hundred and fifty dollars, rent eight hundred dollars, candles three thousand six hundred dollars, utility one hundred and fifty dollars. Someone who is good at the economy, please help me. How fourteen hundred dollars is going to help my family is dying. And <laughs> someone just wrote, "Spend less on candles." He s- he responded,
1: "No." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah there's somebody who responded they' were like, Oh, yeah, this guy, he really needs to hear this less on candles., <laughs> okay, I actually uh, found a social media post that I enjoyed. Can I share it? Good. yes, of course i I don't I almost never share memes that I don't make. I only share memes that I make, including minion memes. But this is one that I saw and I was like, this actually made me laugh out loud, which is very rare. it's um it's a picture. I think that's Quavo. good. Um, He's couldn't
0: couldn't tell you. So, I'm the most Greg. I am the person that you do not want to bring to like pub trivia if it's like a pop culture pub trivia. When it comes to like who is relevant in modern day pop culture, I am the absolute worst. Give me history, give me geography, give mm -hmm. me science, but like what Ariana Grande did today,
1: who Quavo is, nothing, nothing. Gotcha. Well, here's. Here's the context of this meme, if you haven't seen it before. It's like, Quavo, it looks like he might be in the corner, like wallflower status at a party texting, and he's got all his chains and stuff on. Um, and it's always, the implication is that he's texting some woman that he used to date, and it's always like something very half apologetic, like, um, oh, I'm just checking in. You know, Thanksgiving isn't real happy without you anymore. Thanks for everything. I'm giving you a break. Like this this kind of stuff. Like, Okay. Uh so here it is. Seeing all this talk about that fourteen hundred dollars makes me think about the fourteen hundred chances you gave me and my crazy self blew it. I wish it was fourteen hundred and one, but anyway, enjoy your stimulus and don't blow it like I did. Stimulus equals still miss us. You don't have to respond. <laughs> Hope all is well. <laughs> I like the, the you don't have to respond. <laughs> yes, because that's exactly, dude. That's the exact – they capture the exact tone of those text messages.
0: Oh, man. Uh, I've got a couple more. Uh Please. Scam Goddess. Scam Goddess, which is an incredible Twitter follow. And if you, you need to follow at Scam Goddess Pod right now, at Scam Goddess, it's Lacey Mosley. She's on a TV show called Florida Girls, which I don't actively watch, but I hear it's funny. But I, I wonder if it's funny in the way that the Goldbergs is funny, where it's not actually funny unless dumb people watch it.
1: Yeah, I was like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, Friends is funny? Blow well, me.
0: the Goldbergs has been on for, like, seven years, and it's still active. Like, so people have to think it's funny when it clearly is not. Yeah. But I'm hoping Florida Girls is actually funny. I haven't seen it. But CM us wrote, the royal family is a government assistance scam. It's and That's true. very true. <laughs> That's actively true. I have one more. Um and it's uh, it's a conversation between a woman and a man, and they're combined, they're having uh they're having sex. Us having sex. Him, oh fuck you're tight. Me. Thanks, you're pretty cool too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Solid dude. Fucking just right there, real quick, fastball down the middle. John, where can people find you online?
0: Wait, do you have any jokes? Oh, I don't
1: have any I haven't been writing any jokes. I don't I don't think I've written a joke in like a month.
0: Greg, I actually have a joke. It's timely to today. It's timely to this day right now. And I'm very proud of myself. I've got to tell you, because I had sex for just over an hour last night. And I have to thank two things for that. I have to thank my strong focus. And I have to thank daylight savings time.
1: (laughs) Where can the people find your jokes and your hilarious retweets and your hilarious posts online?
0: You can find my hilarious posts, and my hilarious retweets, and all of my not great jokes, but good enough to be on this podcast at Puma Revived. That's P U M A R E V I V E D. You can also find us at on Twitter at Ginger Don't Shoot, uh, and then you can find me on Instagram, which uh, we're nearing on five hundred forty thousand followers. I'm assuming we're somewhere near three hundred thousand followers right now. That's uh, at Puma Revived on on Instagram. Uh, Greg, where can they find you? on gram on twitter on amazon
1: here's the storehouse of all content for me clubbybook.com dot that is you can pre-order my book you can there are links to my social media pages there's tons of new content on there interviews with players from the team There's podcasts, there's fun pictures, fun videos, anything you want on there. There's deleted scenes from the book, which is fun extra content if you've already read the book, and find my social media links there.
0: Greg, I look forward to it. I'm going to go listen. I'm going to go read those. And I have a question. Those deleted scenes, are they included in the copy that I have that went out before it got like edited down? Nope. So I need to read these deleted scenes. They're extra for my It's extra.
1: It's almost 100 pages of extra content. Some of it is really fun stuff, but um, it, it just didn't fit It just didn't fit into the narrative, so I've had to cut it out.
0: Nice. Well, I look forward. I'm going to read that tonight, uh, not between the hours of 6 and 8, because that is Selection Sunday. We are recording on a Sunday. We're recording on the day that Winthrop decides who they play in the national tournament come next week. Uh, Greg, going into this week, what is our name?
1: I'm Ted Balloon.
0: And I'm Winthrop's biggest fan, and you're listening to Don't Cheat the Gingers.
1: Also, baby Fauci. Bye. Baby Fauci says get you the jeans. All right, and end. All right, fun stuff. That was a fun one, man.